0: Hey, friends, and welcome to episode 27 of It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman-Gornick, and today's episode is all about your to-do list. Ah, the to-do list. An inescapable part of managing work, living life, and finding some sort of balance, In this episode, I'm sharing five reasons why your trusty to-do list might not be serving you so well after all. But don't worry, you know I've got some tips ready with exactly what you can do to get it working so you can start ending your day feeling accomplished. You know that feeling when you cross the last item off of your list for the day. You smile, and you fist pump in the air, and music plays, and everyone starts cheering for you. The crowd goes wild, and then someone hands you a glass of champagne, a trophy, and a gift certificate to a spa. Okay, so maybe that doesn't actually happen, but gosh darn it, it should. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that you've written a to-do list before. But how often have you found yourself totally frustrated and defeated at the end of the day, whether the end of your workday or just the day in general, with a whole bunch of unchecked stuff just staring at you, taunting you, weighing down your tomorrow that hasn't even started yet? It's not uncommon to feel like a total failure, like you'll never finish and get to just rest. It feels like a nonstop hamster wheel of never-ending stuff, all of it begging for your precious time and attention. But don't you worry, because by the end of this episode, you'll walk away knowing exactly how to set yourself up for to-do list success. And who couldn't use a win these days, right? And because I know you're probably multitasking while you're doing stuff around the house or walking the dog, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. So don't worry. I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. All five pitfalls plus links to any of the resources I mentioned. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 27. All right.
1: If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Kornick. I know
0: you've heard the saying: an elephant never forgets. Well, my friends, as much as I admire those massive, majestic creatures, we are not elephants. We forget, and that's why to-do lists are a thing. But like I said in the intro, if you're a to-do list junkie and you're not getting that satisfaction at the end of the day that comes with crossing all of your items off the list, you're in for a treat. So let's dive right into the five reasons why your to-do list just isn't working. First, you have too many. Have you ever scrambled to find where you wrote something down or where you made a certain note? You know it's somewhere, but you can't remember where you put it, or you just, you know you wrote it down somewhere. You've got a notepad in every room, in your bag, probably all of your bags. You put stuff you need to remember in your phone notes. Maybe you've got an app for that. Sometimes you use a random notebook. Maybe you text things to yourself or you email yourself reminders. You're one of those people who totally admits, look, if I don't write something down immediately, it's just gone. And side note, that's not just you. That's pretty much everybody. Science says so, but I won't get into the details of short-term memory just yet. Anyway, here's the thing. When you write down whatever you think of on the scrap of paper that just happens to be closest to you in that moment, you're not actually making a to-do list. You're making a to-do mess. Scattered fragmented, and all over the place. When you're storing info in too many places, it starts to negate the positive effects of writing it down in the first place. You know when you're doing a group project, and maybe this will require a memory jog back to your college days, but you know when you're doing a group project and someone just isn't pulling their weight. So instead of relying on them to handle key parts of the project, you just take it on yourself because you know you'll get it done. So when you have things to do spread across multiple lists and a sea of post-it notes, your brain starts to lose trust in the system. Just like you might lose trust in that group project member that doesn't pull their weight. So instead of getting to relax a little and focus on other things, your brain instead goes into overdrive and continues to try and remember what you need to do, what list you put what thing on, and this is why you feel your head spinning at night when you're trying to go to bed. Your brain doesn't trust the system, so it's constantly refreshing, like a browser with too many tabs open, and trying to remind you at random times what you need to do. This is why you never remember to buy batteries when you're at the store. You always think of buying batteries when you're like on a run or just somewhere completely inconvenient. Your brain thinks, oh, we need to buy batteries. I need to remember this. I'm going to remind you now. It makes no sense, but that's how it works. (laughs) So give your brain a break by simplifying. Try to narrow it down to two and only two places where your to-dos live. Maybe one high-tech and one low-tech. My high-tech spot is Trello. Trello is a totally free online collaboration and project management tool, and that's where most of my longer-term to-dos live. Stuff I know I need to do at some point, but aren't urgent or meant for today. They live there so I don't forget about them, and I have peace knowing exactly where those future long-term to-dos and project tasks are captured. Plus, because it's digital, I can reference it and update it from my laptop or on my iPhone when I'm on the go. My low-tech tool is my simplified planner. That's where I handwrite any simple, immediate to-dos for the day. Whether you use a notepad, a page in your planner, or something else, just try to be consistent so you can give your brain a break and rest easy knowing that your to-dos are safe and sound, exactly where they need to be. And I'll make sure to link both Trello and the planner that I use over in the show notes. On the flip side, the second reason why your to-do list isn't working is because you don't have one at all. It's living in your head. David Allen, author and creator of the Getting Things Done System, famously said, your mind is for having ideas, not holding them. And he's right. The more we try to hang on to things in our heads, the less free space we have available for making good decisions, for thinking creatively, and other important brain functions. And by the way, I'll be sure to include a link to David Allen's book, Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity, in the show notes. One morning, and sorry, David, if you're listening, I hope we can still be friends, but Getting Things Done is one of the most boring books I have ever read, but it made a huge impact on my life and work. If you can get through it and implement half of what he recommends, it will change your life. I use a lot of his recommendations with my executive and professional time management coaching clients and have seen amazing results. Sometimes it takes translating a boring book into real life examples and bringing some fun into the mix that makes all the life-changing difference. So if your to-do list is living in your head, give your brain a break and choose your high tech and your low tech spot and see if that makes a difference in your mental clarity. The third reason your to-do list isn't working, it's too long. Now you might be thinking, but Anna, I have to do all of these things. And I'm not going to fight you on that. I'm sure you do have to do a lot of the things on your list. So a too-long to-do list is not serving you well for two reasons. First, it makes you feel like crap at the end of the day when there's still a ton of stuff left on it. You end of the day feeling defeated and you start the next day already feeling overwhelmed. Second, there's a huge possibility that you're filling it with things that you don't actually need to do today or things that could be automated, like with a routine or technology, maybe delegated to someone else, or eliminated altogether. But I'll save that can of worms on automation, delegation, and elimination for another episode. So what do we do about a too-long to-do list? First, keep a master list of all the things. This could live digitally, like in Trello, or in a notebook. That way, instead of keeping all the things in your head, they have a place to live. Then, instead of looking at everything on the whole giant big list as your to-do list, you'd pull just the things for today. So how do you know what to pull for today? Okay, first, take a look at how much available time you actually have. What meetings are scheduled? What windows are available to do the things on your list? Then actually estimate how much time something on your list is going to take and then consider adding 30 minutes because we almost always underestimate how long something is going to take. Trust me, if I had a nickel for every time someone told me, oh, I am just the worst at knowing how long something is going to take, I would have a lot of nickels. (laughs) It's not just you. It's everyone. It's called the planning fallacy and it's real. So just add 30 minutes to be safe. You can even go the extra mile and decide when on your calendar you'll do each thing and create appointments in your digital calendar or draw time blocks in your planner. We could also dive into choosing to-dos based on your goals and priorities, but then again, that's probably an entire another episode. We're gonna stay in the to-do list zone today. A shorter, but intentionally planned to-do list that's based in reality and not a dream world where time is endless and everything only takes five minutes is the key to ending your day feeling accomplished. Okay, y'all. So I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done but sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at annadkornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but On the opposite end of the spectrum, the fourth reason why your to-do list isn't working is because it's too short. Okay, okay, hold up. I thought you said short was good. Yep, I did, and I stand by that. Here's what I mean when I say that a too short to-do list is a problem. Have you ever started your day with a to-do list and then spent the whole day working really hard at the things on your list, but when you get to the end of the day, you've barely crossed anything off? You end the day feeling annoyed for not making progress like you hoped and you worked all day, so where did that time go? Chances are a too short list is a list full of projects instead of tasks or individual action items. So let's talk about the difference real quick. A project is something that has more than one step in order to complete it. Something like planning a birthday party, buying a car, pitching podcast appearances, prepping for a board meeting, you get the idea. All of those things are projects because it takes more than one step to accomplish or finish them. On the flip side, a task or an action item is one and done. It's one step and you cross it off and move on. This could look like cancel a dentist appointment. You cancel the dentist appointment and you're done. No more steps involved. So when your list is short, but full of multi-step projects, you're not seeing the whole picture. And once again, you're letting those action items that make up each project live in your head instead of on paper. Another pitfall with putting projects on your list, you look at them and you see them as super daunting mountains to climb because you know that those few words involve a whole lot of steps, even if they aren't written down. So instead of diving in and tackling it piece by piece, you just avoid it. The solution here, write out every step or action item required to complete the project. Let all the steps live in a notebook or in a digital tool like Trello. Then pull just the action item that you can complete today and put it on today's list. So instead of plan birthday party, you've got call Gambino's to order cake or order balloons from Party City Online. And instead of prep for board meeting, which is kind of broad, you've got draft agenda for board meeting, make a list of supporting documents, schedule AV setup with the IT department, manageable steps broken down and not living in your head. So here we go. The fifth reason why your to-do list isn't working for you, it's because it's not actionable. There are no verbs, for example. Imagine a to-do list that says this, dentist appointment, car, babysitter. Do your to-do lists look like that? A collection of nouns? And I can hear you saying right now, but Anna, when I look at it, I know exactly what it means. And I i hear you. I don't doubt you one bit. But a to-do list that's just a collection of nouns is almost as bad as no list at all because once again, you're keeping the details in your head. And like our friend David Allen says, your mind is a place to have ideas, not hold them. Cut yourself some slack and give your brain a break by adding some verbs to those nouns. Make the line between point A and point B just a little bit shorter. Here's what I mean. So instead of dentist appointment, car, babysitter, try this. Cancel dentist appointment. Schedule car maintenance. Call Marie and ask her to babysit on Thursday night. Okay, I know I said we were going to talk about the five reasons why your to-do list isn't working, but we're on a roll. So I'm going to throw a bonus in here for you. The bonus reason, or number six if you're counting, is your list is not prioritized. If your list is simplified and it's not too long and it's not too short, and it's full of action steps instead of nouns, but it's not prioritized, you could be missing out. If you're starting with whatever is at the top of the list and you're just working your way from top to bottom, you could be seriously sabotaging your productivity. Always take a moment to scan your list, identify which items are the most important to your goals, whether those are personal or professional goals. You don't have to make a list and then rewrite it in your new prioritized order. Just pop a little number next to each item. If I'm handwriting a to-do list, I like to write a little box next to each one for something to check off. And when I run through to prioritize, I'll write a little number in the box. Easy peasy. I'll I'll even take a picture of what this looks like and put it in the show notes just so you can get a full visual because I know sometimes it can be kind of hard to explain, All right, so there you have it. Five, wait, actually six reasons why your to-do list isn't working and what you can do to fix it. Let's recap real quick. Reason number one, you've got too many lists. Consider simplifying to one high-tech and one low-tech option and be consistent. Two, you don't have a list at all, so get it out of your head and give your brain a break. Three, your list is too long. Do a quick estimate of how long each thing will take. Add 30 minutes if you need to, because we all underestimate. Number four, your list is too short. Break your projects into bite-sized parts and you'll see progress. Reason five, your list is just a collection of nouns. Add some action verbs in there so it's crystal clear what you actually need to do. And finally, the bonus. Your list is not prioritized. Write it down, give it a scan, add some numbers, and tackle the most important thing first. So tell me, where does your to-do list live? Are you a notepad kind of list maker, or are you high-tech all the way with something like Trello, Asana, or something else altogether? I'd love to hear all about what works for you, or if there's something I totally missed in this episode, keep me in line. Come join us in the It's About Time podcast community by heading straight to abouttimepodcast.com forward slash community. Also, if you want a refresher and links to resources mentioned in this episode, like David Allen's Getting Things Done book, or you want to try Trello for free, head over to the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 27 to get all the details. Before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 28. In episode 28, we're talking about the buddy system and why it's just about the most important piece of the puzzle when it comes to accomplishing your goals, whether personal or professional, no matter how big or small they might be. I'll share a little bit about the science of accountability, as well as a handful of different methods for creating accountability for yourself starting now. All right. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon.